All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to week six of Momentum Boot Camp 2021. How are all of you doing? Good. Let us know in the chat who got your blood flowing this morning before getting on here. I did. I took a cold shower and woo! now I'm sitting out in 50 degree weather right now. It's awesome. I'm feeling great. So anyway, Megan's going to be joining me in just a second here, and we have got an amazing lineup for you today. I cannot wait. I, I fully believe, and I shouldn't say this until after it's over, but I fully believe that today's boot camp will be the greatest in the history of all boot camps. Seriously, the lineup we have, the people that we've got, um, we've got some of the top sponsoring coaches in this entire organization are going to be sharing a couple little tips with you today. We've got just every, everybody that's on here, just know they are doing what most of you on here want to do. So I'm curious. I said in my post, Hey, look, Megan's here. Hi. Say good hi. Morning. Good morning. All right. But here's what I was saying is I said in my post about bootcamp, if you saw it in the uh, Facebook group to set your intentions for today. So what are your intentions? So, I want to ask you now, and I want you to put in the chat, what are your intentions today? Why are you on this boot camp? Okay. And I'm going to ask you to do something. Even if your main reason is because I just love hanging out with this community. I just feel all fired up after these boot camps. That's a great answer. That's the wrong answer. Okay. That's awesome. That's part of it. But beyond that, why are you here this morning for the next 60, 90 minutes? four and a half hours, whatever it is. Why are you here? Like, what's, what's your reason for being here? Put it in the chat right now. Write it down. Make it clear. Set those intentions because today is going to be purifier. I fully believe what you hear today, if you knew nothing else about Optavia, you knew nothing else about this business, you would be able to build an amazing massive business just and let's let's even take it out of this business whatever it is you desire to succeed in you will have the tools but especially this business uh after this boot camp today so question is what are you going to do with it that's what it all comes down to so we're going to jump in and get started right away because we have a full lineup today and let's go babe you want to say anything well, you want to let them know where our theme is for today and what we yes. talk about? <laughs> okay. You, you want to or you want me to? Yes. So um, when we were talking about how to do this grand finale and kind of like how do you follow it and leave, um, what do we leave you guys with? Um, we really want to talk about um, taking advantage of the next three months to build massive momentum because what you do in these next three months prepares you for the kind of 2022 you are going to have. And so um, today we are going to set you up to win, okay, at least to give you the resources and the tools so that you have what you need to go and implement for the next few months. Um, don't, you know, we're going to tell you right off the bat, like, don't let the fall like or the holidays or whatever. No. That's going to, you know, that comes and goes every single year. But if you really want these goals, which I know so many of you do, that's why you're here. You want to grow you. You want to grow your business. You want to grow your team, right? That's why you showed up this morning. Um, and so get your pen out, get ready to go. Um, you're probably going to want to watch this a couple of times, but we're going to give you some of the resources and tools and tips so that you can create massive momentum and start your year off right. Yeah. Every business 
has a has seasons has has a rhythm and anybody that's been in this business for any amount of time knows the rhythm of this business and all we can say is this the next three months are literally the most important three months of the entire year which year 2022 so the most important three months of 2022 are actually in 2021 so our goal today like megan said is to deliver everything you need to be able to apply it in the next three months so that you can be assured that you roll into 2021 or 2022 with some massive, massive momentum. And actually, let me correct that. It's not 2022. When does the momentum really start? I mean, the seasonal momentum. I mean, it starts whenever you do the work. Let's be honest here. But I mean, like, you know what I'm talking about. That's There it is. I see it in the chat. December 26th. You guys know. I'm just telling you, if you want to do something big with this, I get it. That's that's a vacation week. That's a spend time with family week. That's, you can do all of that but set aside massive amounts of time for this business starting the day after Christmas. As a matter of fact, the, the, the few days after Thanksgiving as well, is that not right? Heather Wallace, I'm looking at her right now, the queen of blowing, blowing up the after Thanksgiving, not like blowing up like we all used to after Thanksgiving, but you know what I'm talking about. Okay. So here's what I'm saying. I'm just going to make a suggestion. Don't go, go don't go on a, a trip to Mexico. Don't go on a cruise. Don't disconnect. You can spend and don't say, oh, I'm spending this week with my family. Listen, are you really following your family around 24 seven? You're a much better person than me because we would all kill each other. It's good for you and good for your family to separate from them and do some work. Let them see you working. Let them have some of their own time. Lock them in a closet, whatever it takes. Okay. All right. So that's what I'm saying is do not say we did not warn you December 26th that whole week and then hang on for the ride. If you do what we're talking about in the next three months, can you all tell I'm fired up today? This is going to be good. All right. I'm going to shut up. We're going to throw it over to the man, the myth, the legend. I know he led last week, by the way, incredible job, Corey Baker and the whole team last week. But I we invited him back because I just heard him teach on something on another Zoom, and I said, this group needs to hear this. So pay attention. This is pure gold, which is what we always know is coming from Corey Baker. So Corey, all yours, man. Thanks for being here. What's going on, everybody? Glad to have you. I love being here with you guys on uh, on all the, all the weeks, but especially the last one. I think there's a lot of uh, excitement that uh, is is – gearing up for that. I was actually, uh, I looked back on something. Um, I was, you know, I've been reading uh, a lot. I've been doing, doing a lot of um, just trying to, trying to work on myself. And um, I remembered a book that I read actually a few years ago. Um, and actually, I think we, this, this inspired one of our awaken events um, that we had the last time we were all together in Phoenix. And it's, um, it's a book called the 12 week year. And it, the, the subtitle of actually the, the, the author, Dan, like pulled it off to get the author to come at the last minute to come speak live at that event. It was awesome. But this guy, Brian, I always call it Moran. I was trying not to call it Moron, but Brian Moran wrote this book. And I remember this chart that he talked about. Um, I feel like I talk about this a lot. And the reason I feel like I do is because I, I live it. But you know, it's, it's an interesting thing because, so I remember this was several years ago, I was reading this book and it talked about OSM. I don't know if you know what OSM is, but picture this, 
you're on a skateboard, like sitting on a skateboard, flying down the hills in San Francisco. You see people doing it. And your, your first thought would be, oh, that looks like fun. And then the moment happens that you actually get on the skateboard and start rolling down those hills. And he said, if you had that moment, everybody would have an OSM. You know what OSM is? Oh, moment. That's what that is. OSM. And there's a lot of people that are having that because I think that there's some of us that maybe has have expected your business to grow differently. Not necessarily feel like it's growing faster, growing slower. You just thought it'd be different. And we think that a lot, right? Discouragement is always the same. It comes from unmet expectations. Company comes out with this incentive. You're like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to sign up 15 clients this month. And you signed up three. Right. This is going to be, this is going to be awesome. Like we, we have this moment. And so this guy in this book shows this chart, right? And it talks about where we are and how things start. And the crazy thing about this is this applies to clients just as much as coaches, because how many of you can find your coaches in this place, right? There's this line. We know what this line is. We talk about it a lot above the line, below the line, optimism, pessimism. This is going to work. It's not going to work. I'm really good at this. I suck at this. Our life looks a lot like the stock market. You ever watch the stock market? It goes up, it goes down. As long as it's trending up, you're in a winning stock. If it's trending down, get out of it. But we we do that. We just go up above the line, below the line. I just signed somebody up. This is great. Somebody just canceled. I just did a health assessment. They're giving me their credit card Friday. Now they're ghosting me. Above the line, below the line. So when we start, there's these five phases of growth. First phase is uninformed optimism. You buy your coach kit. You buy your box of food. This is going to be great. This is going to work. I believe in this. We can think the same way about boot camp. This boot camp is going to be the one that gets me going. This incentive is going to be the one that gets me going. This training, this convention, this event, we, we start with this idea, uninformed optimism. I'm not quite sure what to expect but I'm hopeful, right? What's phase two? It goes immediately below the line, inform pessimism. This isn't what I thought. It's different than what I thought. It's actually kind of more of the same. I, I, I There's not much different. I, I expected more clients. I expected more people to reach out. I, I, I thought there'd be more people that jumped off the fence. And then you get down to phase three, which is the valley of despair, right? Valley of despair, this, this is terrible. I'm not having any fun. And you start looking back and thinking to yourself, I was happier at phase one. I was happier before I even started. I was happier before I even began coaching. I was happier before, you know, at least, at least then I was broke, but I wasn't so miserable all the time. I didn't feel like I was a failure. I didn't feel like I was breaking all these people. I didn't feel like I wasn't a good leader. And, and you start kind of going through these, these things. And then what happens is people get into this thing called the doom loop. You know, the doom loop is where you, are sick of feeling the way you feel in phase one or phase three. So you go back to phase one. Opti V is not working for me. I'm going to try Weight Watchers. Coaching isn't working for me. I'm going to try going to be, do something with Beachbody. We just complete the doom loop because we think the problem is what we're doing, not us. 
doom loop. Doom loop over and over. How many of you have been living the doom loop for as long as you can remember? How many clients of yours are living that doom loop over and over? So here's the thing. The only way through is forward. Forward, right? Phase four, informed optimism. Phase five, success and fulfillment. Now, last thing I want to show you. Notice, here's what we think in our head. We think that we can reach stage five of success and fulfillment by skipping all the other steps, and you can't. You cannot jump from phase one to phase five. You can't. The only way to get to phase five, success and fulfillment, euphoria, whatever it is that you want in this life, is through the valley of despair. And the only way that you can get through the valley of despair is keep walking when you don't feel like walking. Keep in action when you don't feel like keeping in action. That's why the next three months are the most significant months. That's why we're talking about how to maximize this. Because you might see a ton of momentum in the next few months, but you might not. But the temptation is, if you don't see the results that you want to see, going back to phase one, because it's January one, it's a new opportunity to start something new and you're going to be in informed optimism again and you're going to get going and then you're going to find yourself going back to the doom loop again, going back to the valley of despair, not knowing what to do. When I put a post, I want to share this one and I want to show this one picture. I, I put this on the bootcamp Facebook page, but I want you to see this because I saw this picture and it's gripped me this whole week. Some of you feel like there's a storm going on outside your business, outside your life, right? Craziness, not growing the way you thought, people canceling, whatever. When that happens, you got a couple of choices. You can watch the storm, you can hide, or you can gas up the mower and do what you got to do. You know what I love, what my favorite thing is about this picture? Dude's wearing sunglasses. Wearing sunglasses in the middle of a tornado. Why? Because that's his routine. It's what he does. It's Saturday and he mows the grass with his sunglasses on. Doesn't matter. There's a tornado on. Doesn't matter. It really doesn't. It doesn't matter. That fence or that, that, that tornado could come through and completely destroy that lawn in about 10 seconds. He's still mowing the grass because it might destroy the lawn. It might not. And it's what his routine is. It's what his habit is. And he does not let what is happening outside of that fence stop him from doing what is inside of that fence. And I'm telling you, if you want to take advantage of these next three seasons, it might feel like the valley of despair. It might feel like everybody else around you is sprinting and all you can do is plod. That it literally takes you a day to take a single step. Take the step anyway. Mow the grass anyway. Gas up the mower anyway. Get out there, keep moving forward because the only way to the ultimate life you want, success and fulfillment is through the Valley of Despair. So if you're there, great. Congratulations, you're on the right track. Keep walking, keep stepping. That's it. Brilliant, Corey, brilliant. Uh, we wanted you all to hear that going into these next three months because you know why, <clears throat> excuse me, this season, um, overall, the numbers in Optavia tend to go down. Um, or, or stay flat. 
who knows the reason for that? It's not because people aren't getting healthy. It's because coaches back off. If you are ever going to go through, very few people go through this valley of despair in March. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's real hard to, when people are like throwing themselves at you to get on plan. Okay. And you know how I know that Corey Baker right here that just taught on that. He became a coach in November, I believe, or maybe October of 2014 brought on 25 new clients from the second half of November through the end of December, 25 new clients. Okay. So and I see it all the time. The ones that are working the business, the ones that keep mowing their grass are the ones that do it. So you're going to you're going to face resistance because something big is coming in 2022. Mark my words. Every year I say, mark my words. Put it in your calendar. Text me. I'm telling you, trust me. And you know what happens is there's two groups of people. There's one group of people that's like, yeah, hey, all right, whatever. And then as soon as some resistance comes, you're out of the game. You're like, I'm going to get back in when the getting's good in January. And then the other group, which happens to be a much smaller group, says, all right, dude, I'm going to take you up on this. I'm going to see if you're a liar because I think you're a liar, Dan. And they put the little reminder in their calendar. And I get flooded in April with text saying, oh, my gosh, you were right. This is crazy. OSM, right? <laughs> That's what's happening right now. So please, please, I've said this before. There is a way to change your past. We always say, oh, you can't ever change your past, right? Well, you can change it if you decide to change it before it's your past. So right now, you're going to change 2022 before you get to three months into 2022 and go, man, I wish this was better. I wish I would have. I wish I would. How many of you wish you would have discovered Optavia earlier? I need to shut up because I'm going to take all the time here. <laughs> Any thoughts before you throw it over to? No, um, and I, I think it, it's a great lead into this next segment. Um, but it's about the consistency and doing it anyway. And, um, yeah. and then it's about the decision to not just, um, you know, barely do it, but decide to show up bold. And so I'd love to hear Dave and Chantel Gawk. Um, why don't you guys come and share with us today? Glad to, man. It's already a great start today. Corey, as always, man, uh, absolute fire. We appreciate it. And uh, boot camp. It's hard to it's hard to face. It's it's the finale. But if we carry this with us, it's not right. So here's the thing. Dan asked, you know, what would what would you say? What was the one thing that you could do over the next three months that would set January on fire? And I'm telling you, the thing that keeps coming to our minds is the word boldness. Now, this word, obviously, Dave Blanchard week two, he drilled us. It was so good. We've had so many conversations about that. But I remember even like just a couple of weeks before that. Um, I shared a live on our, our team page just about oftentimes how we get in this weird place that we think there's only two options when it comes to showing up in the world. We're either going to show up passive or we're going to show up pushy. If you guys ever felt that, your team is either going to show up like very, well, oh, I don't really want to rock the boat or, or man, I'm going to cram it down your throat. And all they do is talk about health, right? It's either one or the other to so many people. But I'm telling you, there is a third option. And it's right in the middle of those two. And it's based on your experience. It's called boldness. It's called confidence. It's not pushy. It's not passive. It is identity. You know who you are, right? And i got to tell you, though, a lot of years, ministry mindset, and I'll, I'll fault myself for that. Um, I got to this real passive place when it came to growing this business. Very passive. 
But I'm telling you today, so many of y'all are looking for that magic bullet and you get on boot camps going, what's the thing I'm missing? What's the thing I'm missing? Let me just tell you right now, it's just boldness. You know this works. Boldness is the key. In fact, the one thing though that'll keep us from being bold, y'all, is this little four-letter word that we all love to hate. It's the word fear, right? Anybody ever struggle with fear, right? Fear is a thief. It robs people every day. Fear will make you do some crazy stuff in life, won't it? In fact, speaking of crazy, I'm tossing to my baby. Love you. <laughs> so, okay. So a couple of years ago, well, a few years ago, actually, um, it was a warm Oklahoma breezy day. Um, I was outside. I was weeding the flower bed, which they weren't really flowers. I'll just be no, honest. We bed. Um, and I noticed up to like the left in the corner of my porch, there's this, what appeared to me to be a huge spider web, along with what appeared to me to be a huge spider. So for the last 20 years or so, Dave has really been the spider slayer in our home, and I'm happy to relinquish that role to him. Um, I've had some past run-ins with spiders, you know, and I've worked up courage to go to step on one, and it jumps. Dave does not believe me, but spiders <laughs> jump, y'all. And then there have been times I've actually stepped on a spider, and once, it was very traumatic, little babies went everywhere, and that was enough to take me out of the spider game altogether. So listen, I'm from the country, so I've heard the horror stories about people getting bit by spiders and then their skin rots. And I'm sure there's a lot of details in between those two things, but that's all that my mind could concentrate on at this moment. So as I'm making my way down the flower bed, closer and closer to the web, I'm glancing up like every few seconds just to keep an eye on that spider. And just as luck would have it, a breeze blows and that thing lands straight on me right on me. I jump up. I start screaming for Dave. I look down and I see it like scurrying down the leg of my shorts. I try to flick it off at their sticky little legs like stuck on my shorts and it keeps like scurrying for dear life, right? <laughs> so I'm flicking and I'm screaming and before I know it, that thing like runs up under the hem of my shorts. Now listen, the thought of a spider bite is enough. But the thought of a spider bite and rotting out a hole in my skin in my unmentionable area took fear to a whole new level for me. So I did what any rational person would do, right? I stripped right there on the front porch in front of God and everybody. <laughs> she was the pastor's wife, by the way, just saying. So about that time, it was then in all of that commotion that the mighty spider slayer came out to see me to see what all the screaming was about. <laughs> I'm panicking, I'm dancing all around, I'm yelling for him to help me find this spider. And he stops me to get my attention. He's yelling at me, woman, you are naked, get in the house. I mean, I tell her that all the time, but anyway, yeah. Friends, let me tell you, fear will cause you to do some crazy things. Yeah, it, it does. I mean, that's obviously a good story introducing that. And I, the thing is, it, fear will cause you to do things you don't want to do, right? Act in certain ways. And it'll also keep you from doing things you know you need to do, right? It'll make you do crazy stuff. And I'm telling you, one of the craziest things we do or that we could ever allow fear to do to us is to convince us to play small and to keep this gift to ourselves. It's funny how fear will rob us from giving away the very thing that will change our lives and the lives of other people. That's why we got to get bold. Yeah. So we've had some major awareness um, in the recent months and we're we've realized that we are probably the most passive coaches that have yeah. ever grown a business to IPD. And not because we didn't absolutely want growth or that we didn't put the work in, but because our personal concepts about what yeah. boldness looked like were blocking us from showing up as our best selves. 
guys, we've got to be careful that our concepts don't only cripple us because if they cripple us, there's a really good Absolutely. chance they could cripple your team. We've struggled with some con concepts with what boldness looked like for us. Like, will people think I'm braggy or self-centered? Will people think I'm greedy and all about money? Another concept was, and this was huge for me, was thinking that my desire for humility and holiness couldn't allow me to fully share this gift and, and the abundance of what coaching had yeah. really created in our lives. So these concepts kept us playing really small in an effort sometimes to keep others comfortable. But honestly, it was probably more for us because we wanted to continue to have their approval. Yeah. It was it was things like playing down what we do as health coaches so we don't appear to some as those people. Yep. Or being hesitant to share this gift with other ministers who desperately needed it, but we were afraid that the the concept that, that they already had a concept as if we sold out ministry for money and and guys we completely believe that this is ministry. Yes. Struggling with the idea of sitting in the white chairs just a, a couple of months ago even though we knew that we had earned that spot and that it could potentially inspire others to do the same. Guys, playing small is not inspiring. But here's a question I want, I want you to truly consider today. What if your willingness to live bold is the one thing that offers hope? Yeah. What if your willingness to live bold is the one thing that shows others that there's a way out? I pray that when people see our lives, it stirs up a hope. I pray, I hope that they look at us and they say, wow, I remember when Dave and Chantel worked five jobs between the two of them just so that they could make ends meet. I remember when Dave and Chantel were obese and overweight. I remember when Dave and Chantel were their busy schedule like a badge of honor. I remember when they couldn't sign their kid up for anything extracurricular because there was just no extra room in the schedule. Listen, your lack of boldness isn't serving you well, and it surely isn't serving those desperate to yep. find a solution. Another thing we need to understand about boldness is that it's going to take on a different form for different seasons of your business. You've got to know what boldness looks like in the season that you're in. If you're a brand new coach, boldness may look like sharing your story consistently and and getting confident with health assessments. Um, and if you've been around a while, boldness may be learning the art of asking strong and specific questions and awakening that intrinsic motivation in those that you're investing your time in. If you're a bit more seasoned, boldness could look like an increased awareness. Guys, aware that what got us here yep. won't get us there. Awareness of the specific concepts that have caused us to play small. Aware of the need to invest in personal growth because it benefits not only us, but those that we lead. Yeah. Aware of the audience that you want to attract and the level of boldness that's needed to attract mm -hmm. them. Remember this, guys. If you want to attract tens and eights, you can't continue to show up as a five or a seven. Yeah. Aware that you are misunderstood, but being at peace with it. Mm. Aware that it doesn't have to be either or, but it can be both humble and bold. Yes. Boldness is going to look different depending on the season. And just when you think you mastered it, you become aware again that there's a new season and a new form of boldness that's needed to go to your next. Now, just to bring this all full circle, we said fear causes us to do some crazy things, right? Well, if we approach maybe we could approach it this way. Fear can also cause us to do bold things. Yep. Because when I ask myself, what happens in this season if our business, what happens in this season in our business if we don't shift into boldness? Guys, it scares me. And that fear of staying the same, yep. that motivates me. Yep. So I guess the better question to ask ourselves is, 
What happens if I do? Dang. Listen, right there on fire. Uh, <laughs> I'm fanning the flame. See, but this is the thing, you know, I don't know how you've been showing up. Maybe like us, you've, you've played small for too long and maybe like us, you've had some success, but I've got to tell you, it's serving nobody. It's not serving you. And it's surely not serving the people you want to reach. Right? So I, I don't know how you've been showing up. And here's my encouragement to you. You don't have to be passive. You don't have to be pushy, but you can show up and be so flipping confident and bold in what you have in your hand that nobody is going to look the other way. They're going to look to you as the solution. So here's the deal. Don't beat yourself up. All right. If you've done that, all good. Don't beat yourself up. Pick yourself up. Dust yourself off and start today because no matter how you showed up to this point, today is new. This boot camp's ending, but your day's just starting. Your level of boldness will, will eventually match your level of business. So it's out with the old, in with the bold. It's time to go, right? That being said, uh, I, we want to introduce somebody that's doing this so well. In fact, uh, Tara Hurst, you guys might or might not even know her. But here's the cool thing about Tara. Tara has a, a switch flipped in her. Something has shifted within her. And this girl not only is the top sponsoring coach in our entire organization, she's got tons of amazing coaches in her, in her uh, mentorship. Um, but this girl is honestly the second top sponsoring coach in the entire Valentine organization. So I want you to give it up to Tara her. She's going to come share what's shifted in her heart. Maybe. I'm here. Um, I'm Tara and I'm a reformed dreamer, just so you know. Um, a little bit about myself. Um, my mom is my best friend. Uh, my family's my world. I will cut you if you mess with my tribe. And uh, I cuss a whole lot, but Jesus still loves me. Um, but a little um, history about me is that um, basically for the last 25 years, like um, hustle, rob Peter to pay Paul, do everything I could, keep up with the Joneses. Um, we lived in Nashville um, for eight years. And um, if, you, if you've ever heard of Tyne Boulevard, uh, basically everyone that we hung around and the kids played with, our house was smaller than their playrooms. Um, so with that being said, lots of credit card debt, lots of um, just everything you can do to just, you know, keep up. Um, even going as far as, I don't know if you've ever played this game, but send the water bill to the electric company and the electric bill to the water company. That goes really, really well because they call you and you're like, oh my goodness, oh goodness, or I screwed up, gives you another week to pay your bills. But anyway, so if you've ever been like that, you understand that when I started coaching, um, COVID hit, husband had lost two jobs, here I am, so we're already struggling, have all this. But then all of a sudden, I started to you know, hustling never was not new to me. I I've kept my pimp hand strong for years, but, um, I all of a sudden had money. Like I could pay the bills. I could pay the credit cards off. Um, I was able to, um, for the first time ever in my life, take a trip to Utah by myself to like do something for me. Um, goodness. I, I mean, we, you know, I paid cash for both our kids in college this year. Um, that's insane. Um, I booked the trip to Mexico and not just booked this trip to Mexico. I upgraded because I thought, you know what? I'm either going to give money to the government or I'm going to sit in a private pool on the, on the rooftop um, and health coach while I'm there. 
So anyway, I did all this stuff because I started coaching. And so this flip switched in me, I was able to start, um, donating again to the church. I was able to start to walk by and drop a hundred dollars in the Salvation Army. I could just do stuff that I, I like was torn because I couldn't decide between that and paying the bills. So, um, how did I do it? Well, I'm confident. I, I mean, I'm enthusiastic. I'm bold. I'm passionate. I'm consistent. I'm reliable. I'm real. I share my story and I invite others into it. Um, I'm a daycare director and the only way I can kind of explain it is, you know, everybody catches everything there. You, you, germs are everywhere. The kids are, you know, they come in and they're snotting and wiping and it's just gross. But what I, what I'll say is that if you're around something long enough, you're going to catch it. And that was just kind of me is that I just, I was like, I'm going to live this way. I'm going to show people what's possible, how much it's changed my life, how much it could change theirs. Um, and I wasn't going to stop until they, you know, basically, you know, understood what was possible because like I said, I, I never thought that I had that opportunity to do something for me, let alone that I could, I could kind of help other people as well. So, um, my why is that, you know, I want my friends and family to experience everything that I've been able to experience. Hell, I've, I want strangers that I haven't even met to experience this. Um, I am not afraid to tell any single person I see, like I will stop. I, it just doesn't even matter. I'll look at somebody will say something to me and I'm like, well, you know, so anyway, but that's just, that's who I am. And that's, that's how I've always been. It's just, I have a platform now to, um, really help them get there. Um, but I, but I think I'm just going to leave you with this, um, why that I really, 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 um, see, like, I don't ever really take no, my no is just, is kind of like a not right now. Um, and I really feel that if James, my coach, um, had, had taken my no 45 times, um, and given up on me, then I wouldn't have learned to not give up on myself. So that's, that's it. Sorry, I lost the mute button. Tara, that was awesome. I've heard such great things so about good. you and I really um, am excited to have learned a little bit of your story because, wow, so powerful. And I love that because you've experienced this personal transformation physically, financially, like getting integrated in this community, you are bold everywhere you go to share this gift. And I think, um, I, I hope you guys heard what I heard just now because um, Tara doesn't have her mind on herself. She's got her mind on that. Everybody needs this gift, right? Everywhere she goes, it's not about what they might think of her or how they might perceive her. It's about, she doesn't want them to miss out on this opportunity, right? And when we can shift our perspective off of ourselves and these concepts, right? Like straight fire from Dave and Chantel. And when we can make the decision to stop playing small and to get bold and to give this gift away to as many as possible. That's what happens. And so congrats, Tara, on your um, success personally, um, you know, with your transformation as well as just, um, gosh, how you're helping so many people change lives. I love that. Yeah. And, and by the way, uh, I echo everything Megan said, Dave Chantel, pure gold yep. right there. I think we're just going to end this boot camp now because I don't think anybody on here can contain any more awesomeness. Like your brains are going to explode. So I don't know. I'm looking at the list. I think we got a couple more. Yeah, we got. I know it's all good. There, there's too. more fire. coming. Okay. Let me say something real quick. Cause you are going to hear people on here talking about success and the mm -hmm. things that 
um, their hard work has allowed them to do through Optavia. And so we want to be sure that we let everybody on here know that these income testimonials are not representative of the average earnings <laughs> that coaches achieve with Optavia because the average coaches don't do that level of work. Just saying only a very small number of coaches with a lot of grit will achieve income that is within the range of these testimonials. Optavia makes no guarantee of financial success, 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 sex with Optavia, success with Optavia results only from successful sales efforts, which require, I love this, the FTC is awesome, which require hard work, diligence, skill, persistence, competence, and leadership. We're going to have the FTC on here and teach a session on that. (laughs) Because you know why they have us do these things? Because there's companies out there, they're getting on going, this is easy. It's so simple. You don't even have to work. People will be knocking on your door to buy stuff. It's, and it's not easy. It's not simple. That's why we do these boot camps. There's a lot that's required. By the way, I'll finish this. Please see the Optavia income disclosure statement. There's a link in the chat. Thank you, Snares, for putting that in there. I just popped it up on the screen a minute ago for statistics on actual earnings of coaches. Thank you all for bearing with me. That is important. And thank you, FTC, for reminding us that it takes a lot of hard work to build this business. All right, next up, we're going to go to uh, anybody having a good boot camp so far? Okay, one last thing. Okay. Chantel, when you get a chance, um, I think people would love, um, I have a feeling you have some notes from this morning. Mm -hmm. If you could share, you know, kind of what the, what, what you just talked about. And put your shorts back on. Okay, well. (laughs) I'm just saying. Okay. All right. But anyways, just share that later in the bootcamp page. Cause I know everybody. Here's what we'll do. It. Anybody that speaks, if you have notes and you'd be willing to share them, post them in the bootcamp page. Anybody that wants notes, don't text all the speakers. Say, can I have your notes? Yeah. <laughs> They'll be in the bootcamp page. Okay. All right. Moving on. That was our little intermission. Um, next up, man, we got to spend some time with uh, this couple, Doug and Brandy Hampton in Maui. Mm-hmm. And I, I, Dude is one of the most confident, bold, and humble. He, he and Brandy both. The yeah. humility is palpable. And they've built a massive, massive business in a very short amount of time. And by the way, they're going to bring on somebody who happens to be the second highest sponsoring coach in the entire, in our uh, first, wait, no, I can't remember. Let me see. <laughs> Second, tied for second with Tara um, in, in our entire organization. But what's interesting, we already had Doug and Brandy lined up to speak. And I was looking at, well, who, who I didn't recognize four out of the five people that are listed. If you go to your team and connect and you look, it'll say who your top five sponsoring coaches are. Four out of the five. I'm like, I don't know who these people are. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I kept clicking on them to see who their, who their um, sponsoring coaches, who their globals were and all that. And you know what's cool is most of them were already speaking on this finale. And I was like, that just makes sense. That doesn't surprise me. So anyway, he's going to introduce that person to, to give you a few tips too. So anyway, Doug, Brandy, take it away. Whatever direction you want to go. Uh, you've got, you guys have 45 minutes and then we'll go. To the next. <laughs> oh, just kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, since you just cued the IDS, I guess we're going to take this in a totally different uh, direction. But now I'm, I'm picking at you. So what I want to talk to you about or what we would like to talk to you about 
is being bold, just like they were talking about, but also having confidence and being bold, inviting people to join our mission, and then showing that you are confident in doing some, in doing so. So some of the greatest lessons that I've I've ever had in life, they've come through adversity, right? I mean, that's where you learn. That's where you grow, right? A muscle has to be tore before it can grow. So I want you to know, I learned one of the best lessons I've ever learned that I've taken into this business uh, at 18 years old. And at 18 years old, nobody should be standing in a courtroom fighting for what's yours. But I found myself doing that. And halfway through that court session, uh, we had a break and my lawyer took me outside and he said, look, he said, we just need to get what we can. And I said, no, I said, I want what's mine. I want what I deserve. I said, I want you to ask for everything that's mine. And he looked me straight in the eyes and I'll never forget him telling me this. And if you don't remember anything I say today, I want you to remember this. He said, you'll never get anything you don't ask for. How many of us need to put that into place in your opt to be a business? Not only that day when we walked out of there, did I get everything I asked for, but I got it right then. Because that judge knew that I was bold enough to ask for it. I was confident enough to ask for it. And it just went my way. Thank you to the good Lord. So I was confident and I was bold enough to ask for it. I truly believe that there are people on this Zoom right now that have signed up enough clients that they could have the business that they truly want. They could have the rank that they truly want. But one thing that they haven't done, they never asked. They never asked. They never drip coaching. They never talked to, to, to people about coaching. What, what are they going to say? No. I look at my coach, Steve France, and, I, and I, I literally wake up in the morning sometimes and I think, wow, I can't believe we're where we're at, doing what we're doing, and we have the life we have. Because he was confident. He was bold enough to ask me to do what we're doing now. I had no clue what was in front of us and what this would become. I look at this lady beside me. She's extremely beautiful, way out of my league. I like, if you, if you see my uh, social media, you're going to know that I, I talk about my wife. I love her to death. But I want to tell you this. I wasn't always so confident and so bold that I was willing to ask somebody like this out, Okay. But what I did do is I got somebody else to test the waters to find out if she was might be interested in going out with me. So I used my cousin. Right. And it was so much easier because I told my cousin, I said, hey, look, find out if this girl's interested and I'm the new guy and and just talk to her and, and find out. And so my cousin came back to me and she said, yeah, she said she would go out with you as soon as you got rid of her boyfriend. <laughs> And well, the rest is history. That was 27 years ago. And I got rid of the boyfriend. Not really. <laughs> but I used somebody else to do the dirty work. And so I'm going to turn it over to Brandy and, and let her talk to you a little bit. So sometimes the confidence that you have, like Doug said, it's a muscle that needs to be worked. Sometimes you need to borrow that from somebody else. So confident is an adjective meaning having full belief or full assurance. So we all have full confidence in this program, right? 
we're all clients. We've all had success. We've all lost weight. We all have full confidence in the fact that becoming a coach can change your health and your finances for the better. But we're not all confident in our ability to offer that to someone else. So let your coach be confident for you until you build that confidence for yourself. What we spend a lot of our time doing now is doing what we call tip calls, celebration calls. We get on the phone with our coaches and their clients seven days, 30 days in. We drip coaching for them. If you're not confident in asking someone to become a coach, bring your upline coach onto the phone call with you and say, hey, this person would be a really great coach. I need you to help me get them on board with us. And listen to your coach do that for you. you you're going to have to listen to it several times. And then you can practice doing it yourself. And then when you bring on coaches and you're doing those calls for them, you're going to build that confidence muscle to, to where you can do it yourself too. So it just takes repetition. You've just got to do it. The first time's not going to be perfect. But the more you do something, the better you get at it and the more confidence you're going to have in yourself and your own abilities. Without a doubt. And so how many times have we heard the obstacle is the way? Well, I'm going to break this down for you. Everybody wonders, well, what is the obstacle? You are the obstacle. <laughs> you are the obstacle. Get out of your own way. Don't be afraid to drip coaching. The business that you desire is on the other side of you. You've got to get out of the way. You hear it all the time, but it's so true because I think when you hear that, you don't realize what that obstacle is and it's your mindset. You've got to change your mindset. Mindset is literally everything. So you have to get out of your comfort zone, that platform that you stand on. You've got to get off of that platform sometimes and you have to jump because your dreams are at the bottom. And, and it's just like Steve Harvey said, sometimes you have to jump and when you jump, and you have that parachute on, that parachute doesn't go off right away. You're not going to be comfortable when you jump. You may go down a little ways and you're going to be scared. You're going to be fearful. But when you get to the bottom and you pull that cord and you land safely, that's where your dreams are. And I want to tell you a, a quick story about my latest uh, uh, coach that I sponsored that has not only got to FIBC, but integrated national director, and, and he's the coach that Dan was talking about earlier. So had I never talked to him about coaching, he wouldn't have been at the ball game with us last night watching my son play ball. Okay, not too long ago, we moved to Iowa. Whenever we were in the process of moving to Iowa, I had a friend that was in real estate, and he was up in the area, and I reached out to him, and I said, hey, man, I said, I would like you to help me to be able to find a place. We're, we are going after our dream of living in Iowa. Uh, a lot of people don't understand that, but uh, what we do, uh, it's, it's always been my dream. So anyway, uh, we decided to do that. And I reached out to him and, and through conversations, talking about land and things, it just so happened that what I do for a living came up. And it's, I could have easily said, well, I'm into real estate. I'm into, I've got rental properties. I've got things like that. But instead I said, man, I'm a health coach. And you'd be shocked at what you can do being a health coach. Because all I do is I get compensated for helping other people get healthy and reach their dreams. And that's what lit the fire. Okay. Sometimes you have to have a spark to light the fire. The spark is you being bold and confident enough to ask. That's all you have to do. So I'm going to leave you with this before I turn it over to James Sprinkle. You'll never get anything you don't ask for. Be bold, be confident, 
share coaching, and ask. James, you want to come off mute, buddy? Yeah, I think I'm off. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. All righty. Well, I appreciate y'all having me on. It's just an honor to be on here. I've been coaching just about six months, and uh, Doug, you know, he's the one that got me started, and, you know, I sure do appreciate it. You know, me and my wife both, I lost 35 pounds. My wife lost 66 pounds, you know, just been a, an absolutely amazing journey. Doug dripped the coaching to me before I ever got started. So, you know, as soon as I went in, I, I literally – when I bought my kit one weekend, I decided this is going to be my full-time job. So, I'm sorry. I'm pretty passionate. But anyway, once I seen the potential so quick, I just could not believe what had been handed to me. So I decided to become a coach. And one thing I'm not, I'm not, I don't have fear. I failed at a bunch of things, but I just keep on going. So, I just keep going. I bring on, I brought on a ton of clients real quick. I've been averaging about 25 clients a month and, uh, you know, and I drip coaching right from the get go to them. You know, as soon as I sign them up, I start talking about coaching. I tell them what I do. I can't believe what I get to do. I sit on my couch all day long. You know, I don't punch the clock. I don't do nothing. I, I probably work twice as many hours as they do, but I don't tell them that right off start, but I work hard, you know, and I just keep going. And they tell me this time is going to be slow right here from September to December. And that just gives me more time to work, you know, because I don't have people bugging me. I can just conversate. I'm doing two, three hundred conversations a day, you know, and it's going to pay off. I know it is. And I, this month I've signed up five clients. And I mean, that's like kicking me in the butt because, I mean, I've signed, like I said, I've been averaging 25. I really believe I'll get another 10 or 15 toward months over, but I may not. But I ain't worried about it. I ain't worried about it at all. I'm going to get them. I'm going to either get them this month or I'll get them come January. You know, it don't make no difference to me. I'm bold. I ain't afraid to ask anybody. I'll talk to anybody I meet. I'll tell them exactly what I do. And, you know, like I said, I don't, I just don't have no fear. You know, you can fail, but that don't mean nothing. You just get up and go again. So I'm going, I'm looking for people right now. If I was going to start a company, who do I want to be running this company with me? That's the people I'm looking for. You know, I mean, I'm only six months in. Maybe I'm jumping the gun by jumping ahead and looking for somebody that, you know, that be looking for CEOs like. But that's what I'm looking for to get on these trainings. These trainings are crucial. You're going to get so much information from these. I haven't missed a training ever since I started coaching. I've been on every one of our trainings and I don't believe in missing them. You're not too busy to miss them. So you just, like Doug said, you're not going to get something if you don't ask for it, you know, and I've asked a lot of coaches to, or my clients become coaches. They told me no, but you know, I just, that just means not right now. You know, I just keep after them and form that relationship with them to where they trust you. You know, they really do trust you. I'm signing up a client from Alaska today. I have no, no clue who he is, you know, all the way from Alaska, you know, I five I brought on seven coaches last month. Five of them I don't even know. I don't even know who they are. Never met them in my life, you know. But you just got to ask them and see if they want to join this journey. It's a gift. If you don't share it with them, you're not doing the service that the Lord wants you to do. I really believe that, you know, because you save somebody's life. So, and if if I got one line, you know, quit treating this as a hobby. Who's got a hobby that can do this? Nobody. 
that's all I got for y'all. Wow. Well, that wasn't, that was, he says, that's all I got as if that wasn't massive right there. So I just want to acknowledge, wow, that was incredible. And you know what I love about this, Dan, is that, um, you know, I think some people can listen to like all these IPDs, like integrated presidential directors. Maybe, you know, around here, you don't know what an IPD is yet, but that's the top of the company. Right. And you kind of go, oh, well, that's for them or that's for a handful of people. You know, I looked at Doug and Brandy when I was listening to their story in Maui and I said, so tell me this, you think anybody can do this? And they looked straight at me with confidence and said, yes, ma'am. Right. (laughs) And, and that goes to show you right there. I mean, the quality of people that are on their team that they're attracting because of who they are is amazing. But James, wow. Thank you for sharing that because that's what it's about, right? It's about offering this gift. It's about being passionate and genuine and authentic. And I love it because there are people in the chat like, what is, what does he say? How does he do it? That's the whole point y'all is that there is not a certain thing you say or a certain way you do it. It's that you care enough about people that you just keep genuinely having conversations with them. It's not about a certain formula or a certain sentence. It's not a script you learn. It's a heart thing and it's a decision to get out of your own way. Yeah. I'm speechless right now (laughs) because I see some of you in the chat going, Share how you do it. How did you do it? How do you sign up 25 people? <laughs> you just missed it, people. <laughs> the dude's tearing up because he believes in this thing so much. Yeah. And he's too nice of a guy to rob people of that opportunity. Yeah. Some of you on here, and I know this isn't real talk. We do that for FIBCs and above because they can handle it. And so if there's new coaches on here, ignore me for a minute. Guys, gals, whatever we're supposed to call people these days. Listen, you're overthinking yourself out of something amazing. Fall in love with this mission and go talk to people about it. Do you know how many no's Mr. James Sprinkle has to endure on a daily basis? to be able to put up the kind of numbers that he's putting up. There's very few people on this zoom that could handle that because you're so scared of getting a no. I don't know what happened to you. Mm. If you can live your life, not being afraid of failure, you can do anything. And James is proving that. And Doug who, who modeled that for him. Guys, this I told you your mind was not going to be able to contain the, the freaking awesomeness yeah. that was coming. We're not done. I want to say we saved the best for last, and we actually did, but she's got some big shoes to fill. I know. I was just setting it up. Like, you don't want to go anywhere, okay? Yeah. All right. You ready? Next up. I don't know if I've ever said that. Maybe I did. I, maybe I did it to go FIBC Mastermind, um, but um, the next person that is speaking is literally the fastest to integrated presidential in the history of the company. We held that title once and then he stole it. So, which I could not be more excited about. And when I told him that he goes, I can't wait till somebody skunks me. We got a lot of, a lot of Southern people. on here the hunters i've never seen so many deer heads on zoom before 
So sorry if you're animal lovers out there. My daughter would not like it. But anyway, so guys, and we got to meet him and hang out with, with them in um, in Maui. Also, uh, man, the humility of that whole group, your leaders, just know this, your leaders that were in Maui, you should be proud because they are some of the greatest human beings, just massive humility, nobody bragging, nobody trying to posture and prove how good they are. So anyway, I digress. Um, Craig, Craig Fitz, right? Yeah. Okay. I wanted to say Fritz, but, uh, (laughs) Craig Fitz, come on, share some gold. And then he's going to bring on who happens to be, um, on his team, the highest sponsoring coach in this entire organization, the coach who brought on the most sponsored, the most coaches in August out of anybody out of almost 20,000 coaches. Cool. Right. So don't go anywhere. All right, Craig, go ahead, buddy. Welcome. Congratulations on. Hey guys. Oh yeah. Well, like I said, I really am ready for somebody to skunk me. I do not have deer heads in the background. I got kicked out to the pool house, so I'm not actually in my house. Um, so with that being said, guys, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Um, you know, I watched boot camp. This is like, I think my third boot camp to be on, like as far as like the series since I've been a coach. And um, one of my goals, which is funny, is to speak on boot camp. So when Dan sent me the text message, I was like, okay, here we go. Let's do this. Right. So um, and he wanted me to talk about sponsoring, which is pretty funny because I'm gonna take you on a little bit of a journey real quick. Um, and James Sprinkles, I want you to listen up some because. What's about to happen to you, you have no idea yet. Okay, so just just hang tight. Um, so I'm going to be that guy that comes in and makes you interact a little bit in the chat. I'm going to be the one in the chat guy to start off with, okay? Um, so if this program has changed the way your health is right now, if it has done anything positive for you so far, put a one in the chat. I can't see the chat because I have my notes up, by the way, so I'm just going to assume there's a bunch of ones going in. Um, Okay, if you have had a positive reaction because of health coaching so far, put a two in the chat. Anything positive, whether that be financially, whether that be helping a family or a friend or anything, put a two in the chat. I'm assuming there's a lot of twos. Megan, is there? I can see you. Yeah, we're good. Okay, there's twos going in. Okay, so I'm going to come back to that. So just remember those two things. When I first started coaching, which was March of last year, 2020, COVID just hit. And my coach, Steve, same coach that Doug mentioned a while ago, um, I would sign up a bunch of clients, kind of like James, right? I would sign up clients after client after client because it it just blew up. People were wanting something because they were inside their house. They weren't doing anything. And it worked for me. So I was passionate as can be about sharing this. Okay, like I was all in. And my coach kept telling me, Craig, Don't miss the coaches inside those clients. And I'm like, dude, what? Like, I just started. Like, I have no idea what I'm doing. He said, just trust me. Drip the coaching. Get me involved. I'll help you because you're going to miss a lot of people that need this as well. And I was like, okay, whatever, man. I said, I'll just do it. I said, "Uh, you've been here before. I have not. So I'm going to do what you suggest I do. So that's what I did. What I didn't realize was the only way to share this incredible gift that we have more to more people is by having others share it. Okay. 
I didn't get that at the time. I'm like, man, I'm signing up. I've signed up 50 clients last month. Like, what, why do I need coaches? Right? Like, that's what it was in my head. But I just did what he what he suggested I did. Okay. Um, so what really the reason I decided to just do what he suggested me do was I watched a, a little video that most of you have probably already seen. It's called Deck of Cards by Dan Valentine, the guy running this boot camp, by, by the way. Didn't know who he was at the time. Um, when I watched this, I, I was thinking he was like the CEO of Optivity or something. I don't really know. Um, so he says the Deck of Cards video is talking about flipping over cards because of coaches, right? And eventually you're going to get some jacks, some queens, you're going to get some threes, you're going to get some twos, you're going to get some fours and all this. And the point of the video and the point of the teaching is keep going, right? Like just keep going. You're going to find those people that want to share this program as much as you. Well, I was three weeks in when I watched it. And what I got out of it was I'm not going to be a three. I'm going to be an ace. Like I'm not going to be that coach that Steve puts to the side as a three. And so that's why I decided to just do what he suggested because obviously it worked for him. Okay. So moving on, I'm not a real good note taker, but I have a time limit. So therefore I'm trying to stick to it. Um, I did not realize that one day I would literally look up and say, Oh, wow. I see why he kept saying that. Like, this is crazy. So James Sprinkles, this is what I want you to listen to right here. So he told me, he said, you can do a year's worth of work in three months, or you can do a year's worth of work in 12 months. Well, I don't know about y'all, but I kind of like the whole three month thing. Um, so that's what I decided to do. So for 90 days, I put my head down and I did not look up. All right. And I drip coaching to every single person that I talked to about the program. What I didn't know is, that six months into coaching, I was going to get laid off my full-time job because of COVID. So whenever that happened, I said, oh, that's it. I said, because what if my coach wouldn't have told me? So at that point is whenever I stopped feeling like I was selling coaching to people or talking people into coaching. And I changed the way I talked about coaching to the opportunity that those people have to coach. That's when it changed for me because I didn't know what was about to happen in my life and you don't know what's about to happen or what is going on in somebody else's life. So my question is, who are you holding back from this opportunity? Who are you holding back from getting healthy and who are you holding back from the coaching opportunity that has been positive to you? Who are you holding back from he already did the disclosure statement, right? From financial success. Who are you holding back from time success? Because let me tell you guys, I was in the industry or I loved what I did. Loved it. And guess what? I get to do it for fun now because of this. I'm just being completely honest with you. All right. I loved what I did, but I was always gone. I missed Christmas. I missed Thanksgivings. I missed New Year's. I miss Halloween, which I don't even like Halloween, but that was one that really stuck with me because I spent my first Halloween with my kids two years ago that since they were born. And that's when I was like, you know what? Something's got to change. That was my why for this. Just like, you know, I want to be home. Well, I'm here now. So my question, I'm going to leave you with you before I bring on Jordan is who are you holding back? Because let me tell you something by you holding them back, 
what you don't realize is you're holding yourself back. So James Sprinkle, the story you just gave, when I say sounds like you literally lived my life last year, buddy, get ready. That's all I'm going to tell you. So it's about to be even more crazy or crazier. I'm from Louisiana. I don't know what that if that's which way it is. Okay. I'm you're I'm forgiven. Speaking of country, though, all right, here we go. The guy I'm about to bring on, his name's Jordan Blissett. He is the highest uh sponsoring coach in the Valentine organization. I found out yesterday. This guy is literally the epitome of someone being bold and sharing it with every person he comes in contact with. The man is on a mountain right now, elk hunting. He took the duty of his real job um, to go shoot scenics this morning so he can be on this training with you guys, okay? He is literally no excuses, none whatsoever, ever, and that's why he's doing what he's doing right now. And so y'all get ready. He might not have deer heads in the background, but he may have an elk bugling in the background. So, uh, Jordan, if you can come off a of mute, buddy, and let's hear it. What's going on, y'all? <laughs> yeah, I'm in New Mexico right now. I'm about six, 7,000 feet up a mountain. So uh, I may lose. You may not. I don't know. I hope you can hear me good. I tried to get in a highest point, so I had some cell service. But uh, I didn't even realize, like, Last month, I think I signed on nine coaches, but uh, I, I knew I was doing it when I did it, but I had no idea it was going to be that big. Um, and it all boiled down to working on it for the last five or six months. Like three or four of the coaches that came on last month were people I had talked to about coaching three or four months prior. Um, it's really, in my mind, like once you figure it out, like how to talk to people about it, and you truly, truly want them to do it for themselves and not for you is when you start really growing. When I first started coaching, I was trying to figure this whole ordeal out. I was like, is this too good to be true? Is it long term? And I was scared to tell other people about it because they were trusting me with a business opportunity. So I had to make sure that it was not bogus. And once I truly fell into the whole all-in aspect and realized this can be long-term, this can be life-changing, uh, I just went all-in on asking people to join me. I don't expect them to come on to coach to help me out. I know the opportunity that this has provided me, and I want everybody else to really figure it out for themselves and see what's here. It's nothing special about adding on coaches other than sharing them the story that what you've done, sharing them what others have done, sharing what they can do, make them believe in their self. Me, I don't have a high school diploma. That's something that held me back forever. And I finally decided one day that was like, that's going to quit holding me back. I'm not going to sit back here and say, well, so-and-so's got a college degree. Everything's easier for him or her. I finally said, I've been sitting around waiting on opportunity one day, like something big is going to happen. I just got hope the good Lord gives me the eyes to see it and jump on it and go after it. And after about two months of coaching, I realized, okay, this is it. Let's roll. <laughs> so after that, every client that, uh, that I've had a privilege to help get healthy, they hear about coaching real quick. 
because in my mind, that's just as important as getting healthy. It's been probably more important for me. I've lost 75 pounds, which is life changing. It's going to hold me from going to a doctor 20 years from now telling me I'm got to get right or I'm going to die. So I know I've changed my life in that aspect, but also on the coaching side, it's changed my life from realizing I'm going to have to work till I'm dead pretty much till having the opportunity to retire at an early age. So that's, uh, that's really what's on my heart about it is like, don't be scared to talk to people about coaching. Don't try to talk them into it. Tell them the opportunities there, take it or leave it. It's for you. Hand back to Mr. Dan, Ms. Meg. Wow, hey, man. Dan, Dan, can I say one thing real quick before yeah. you bring the next person on about Jordan? Yeah, go ahead, Craig. Because there's a lot of new, there's a lot of new coaches on here, and they need to know something about uh, Jordan's early coaching, right? He talked to 40, 40 people before he had his first client. And he called me, and he was about to quit. And I explained to him, Son, you have no idea your volcano is about to explode. So if you're a coach that have has had a lot of – well, y'all call them wellness assessments, right? We call them share calls. I can't – I get that confused sometimes. Anyway, wellness assessments, and you have not signed up a client or you only signed up two clients, that's awesome because guess what? I think he told me 28 out of those 40 ended up signing as a client within the first two months. Mm. And he almost left because – he was winning, but he had no clue who he was. So if you're a new coach on here and you're struggling with that, know that it's coming. I just want to leave that. Dude, that is, that is pure gold for this season that we're going into. Yeah. And Jordan, the, the grit to be able to stay in the game after talking to 40 people and not signing up a client, congratulations, man. I hope you're all getting the theme here. Listen, we're going to get into some practice of what, what to do over the next three months. Okay. We're going to, we're going to get to that next. Okay. It's going to tie it all together, but I hope you're getting today. What we are trying to, to just pound into your spirit is yes, the tactics and the strategies and the skill sets are important, but the passion and keeping it simple and just talking to people, I say it all the time, do it wrong until you do it right. That's how you do it right. That's how you get better. And what we do sometimes is we make a bed for our fear and couch it under the guise of, I don't know exactly how to do that, or I don't have the script, or I don't like, and, and the truth is you just got to kick that fear out and you got to go do it. So Thank you, Jordan. Thank you, Craig. You guys have, have built massive businesses. And you know, my favorite part about that is, is the number of people's lives that are being massively transformed on your guys' teams that will be speaking on their own boot camps down the road. So I love it. Megan's over here crying. Gosh, I know. I thought I was going to be okay because Kevin Boyd wasn't on today, but I didn't know Jordan was coming on to make me cry today. Um, but the reason that I moved and I hope that you're moved is because we give hope to people that are searching for it. Right. Like, and what I want to point out is this is like, it's only our, our job or our, hopefully a personal conviction to offer this to people. They have to decide. Right. And Jordan made a decision. And I love that he said this, he said, 
I didn't get a high school diploma, but I had to make a decision that Mm. that wasn't going to hold me back anymore. And I had to make a decision to stop comparing or bringing excuses Mm. or saying, you know, he had to make a decision to give himself permission to step into the opportunity he had to. And what he didn't realize is when he gave himself that permission and released himself to step into that new life and new identity and new place, um, he didn't have to stop and pause and question whether he felt worthy or ready or not. Right. He, mm-hmm. he, he had the eyes open to see the opportunity, but when he gave himself permission to step into that, he broke free this barrier behind him so that other people could follow him through into that same breakthrough. When you give yourself permission, you give others permission. And so I just want to tell you today, if you know, we can't do that for you. I don't care how many boot camps you come on. I don't care how many trainings you show up to. I, I don't care how many amazing Facebook stories and how great your social media looks. If you have not given yourself permission to create the life that you desire and to step into this and to own it with boldness and confidence, no one can do that for you. So I just want you to hear that today. I, I, if you're moved by some of these stories, I, I can't. And that's why I get emotional because I'm like, we had no idea seven years ago, the ripple effect of our decision. But you know what? I, my, the biggest one thing that I want to make sure I don't have with my one life is regret. And I can't imagine if we would have said no. I can't imagine if we would have stopped working this because we got really comfortable a couple years in. I can't imagine right? Hamptons, we talked about that. That's why we can't get comfortable, right? Because there's so many more people out there, you know? And so um, I just want to say there are people waiting for you to give yourself permission mm. to step into that mm. and they, you will never find them and they will never find you and they will never find this opportunity. Um, so I just had to share that, but um, I want to bring on this queen um, because she honestly, like I, sometimes you have these moments, like some people grow their way into leadership and they grow their way into becoming, um, you know, uh, who they are now and how they're showing up. But can I tell you that I can remember the exact time that this woman showed up and spoke on our, our random little Monday night training. And there was something about her that I was like, wait a second, who is this? Because she is an IPD. Like, I mean, she was brand new she had no idea what this was, but I could hear it. I could sense it. Um, she's got leadership oozing out of her and she had to do the work to build the business, to catch up with her. Cause you can be an awesome leader, but if you don't do the work, you're never going to have a business full of people to lead. Okay. Um, and so she's done that and she's going to tell you how to do that and how you should be spending some of your days leading up, um, to this new year. So Heather Wallace, come on, girl. I love you guys so much. I'm going to try not to get emotional, but, you know, I am part of that ripple effect. And, you know, I've told Megan this privately and I'll say it publicly. I am a beneficiary of your breakthroughs and I know what it takes and what you have to overcome to lead and to grow and to level up and to lead yourself. And I just want to ask you if you're still watching this, first of all, congratulations, because I've been on enough boot camps in the last three years to know um, that real leaders stay to the end. I can tell you how many started on this boot camp. And those of you that are still here, you need to just pat yourself on the back and say, okay, I do have what it takes because I stayed here and I'm still showing up at the very end to get everything I can. But I just wonder who's a beneficiary in the future of your breakthrough. 
And I want you to sit with that and really think about that because I'm about to break down the how-tos. I hope you've got your pen ready and you write fast and I will put notes in and you can rewatch this because you've heard all the things and then so many of you are blowing up the chat going, well, what do I do? How do I do it? I'm going to give you a simple thing, okay? But I want you to hear this. You have the potential and you'll hear that throughout every single training. You probably know it just inside of yourself that I, I know I have the potential, but I'm about to give you some real truth and so much love. Potential will always pass you up without consistency and commitment. You can have all the potential in the world and you do, but it will pass you up. It'll pass you by and go with you to your grave if you don't implement some consistency and commitment. And the day that you plant the seed is not the day that you reap the harvest. So I want you to get really good at sowing. I want you to get so addicted to sowing and growing that, that the harvest almost surprises you because you're so focused on, I'm just sowing, right? I'm going to have to get more people to come behind me to help me collect all the harvest because I'm just so diligent about sowing. In these next 90 days, you are going to have a game plan that if you choose to utilize it and do the work, I promise you harvest is coming because there is just a law out there. You cannot sow and not reap. It's coming. But I need you to get really good at this before I break it down for you. Okay, I just started watching football because we live in a high school football town. And it's so bad, y'all, that the first time I tried to use a, a football analogy, I was preaching at our new church and God help them all. I didn't even know what to call the end zone. I called it the touchdown place. Okay, so for all my football fanatics, you can just know this girl right here does not know much about it. But one thing I've discovered as I've watched football is, man, these players have to get really good at losing a play. Because if you can't lose a play, you'll never win the game. You've got to get really good at losing a play. Maybe that is hearing a no, that somebody's not ready to even do a health assessment or doing a health assessment and knowing that this is going to change their life, but they're not ready yet and you can't be ready enough for them. Or maybe it's offering coaching and people just, you know, aren't ready to do that yet. Or maybe you start 847 conversations like my man earlier and some of y'all are going, how do you do it? He just does it. Okay, he just does it. It's probably in a schedule and it's non-negotiable. That's how he does it and he just does it. But maybe, you know, 843 of them completely ghost you and ignore you. Lose the play so you can win the game. So as you're going about the things I'm about to break down for you, I want you to be willing to readjust your focus. What if we decided right now the actions I'm about to give you, if we change the desired outcome, what if the outcome wasn't so much about getting a client or getting a coach, but it was about making an impact? Because if that is your goal, you can lay your head down on your pillow every single night proud. Disappointment, Corey Baker talks about this all the time. Disappointment is unmet expectations. What if we just change our expectation? I expect to go add value to more people today than I did yesterday. That is what we're about. That's what we're breaking down. The rest of those amazing benefits, income, all those things, building a business, changing lives, having people say thank you for your yes, they're all going to come. You need to get up every single day and be diligent about adding value and making an impact. Don't let the simplicity of what I'm about to tell you to do stop you. You hear me? This is going to sound way too simple. Please don't let simplicity stop you because farmers simply dig a hole, plant a seed, cover the hole, water it, and watch it grow. Every year, they do the same thing. 
every year they do the same thing and every year they have a harvest so don't let the simplicity fool you and try to overthink the action so much so that you never do anything if you'll do these things daily i'm telling you right now come december 26th your mind will be blown mark that heather said there you go every day are you ready number one one post at least a day now i typically recommend you just do one powerful post because if you're adding a lot of value in one post you ain't got to throw up three that you didn't even care enough to craft yourself okay one post well heather what do i post what do you want to be known for who are you at your highest and best self take four to six things write them down and circle those things on repeat so that you brand yourself for the very things you want to be known for let me give you an example. I'm a wife and a mama. I post about that. I'm a pastor and a Jesus fanatic. I love me some Jesus. I post about that. I love coffee and some bold earrings. So I share about that. I am a transformation coach and hope dealer. That is who I am. I've experienced a gift and a gift is worth nothing if it's not given back. So my life has been changed in health and finances, mentally, emotionally. I am dealing hope in my posts. And finally, I'm a leader of leaders. I teach people how to level up in their own life because I've learned that for myself. I post about those same things all the time consistently. So if you come to my page, you know who I am by going through three or four of my posts. I wonder if somebody goes to your page, would they know who you are in three or four posts? One post a day, which by the way, takes 10 minutes. So let's just keep that in the back of your mind because I'm going to remind you why that's important. Number two, use your stories. Four to six stories. I'm going to give you a quick pro tip. You ready? Number one, start with your face. This is what I found. I know it sounds crazy, but if you're throwing up other people's before and after pictures and you're not ever putting your face and your voice up there, here's three things to post. About, do your stories about. You ready? Your voice, your victories, and your value. The three Bs. Your voice, victories, value. Give people something they want to come back to when they go to your stories. You just need four to six of them. Start them with your face. And I promise you, you will start seeing some diligence in time if you show up daily. Don't close your business. Show up daily. New conversations every day. How many? What do I say? Lose the system and choose relationship. How many do you think is important for you? Choose that. How many people does it matter if they get healthy and their life gets changed? Choose that. Lose the systems and choose relationship. Okay. So in your stories, I want you to start focusing on those things. All right. Finally, we're going to get to engagement. All right. We're going to talk about what it is to be fully engaged. When people engage with you, respond and reciprocate in your stories and on your page. What does that mean? Respond to comments, respond in messenger to your comments and your likes and reciprocate by going to their page and liking or commenting on some of their things. That'll take you about 15 minutes. So let's just recap what we've got so far. We've got our post, we've got our stories, we've got our conversations, we've got respond and reciprocate. Let me just circle back conversations for a quick second. The difference between being pushy and giving permission. There are a few things that you can't go ask people about. Their age, their gender, pregnancy, those are all important things you don't wanna go and assume. It is no different with somebody's weight loss story. 
What does that mean? That means that people are not going to come and ask you about something you didn't give them permission to. They're not going to assume it's okay to ask you about something super personal. So I want you to open that door in your conversations and give people permission to ask you about the journey that you're on. Get out of your own circle. Add new friends, make new friends. Hey, be a human in real life. We talk about social media a lot, but you probably stand in line next to people in the coffee shop. When your waiter comes and asks you if you want dessert, I tell them, I'm like, listen, 122 pounds ago, maybe I'd ate that whole menu. But now I'm not focused on dessert. I'm focused on my goals. Wait a minute, you've lost 122 pounds? Yes, as a matter of fact, I have. And then I get to talk to them about what we do. What you've looked at already is we're talking about an hour of time. Follow up with people. That's 15 minutes. Let me tell you why I'm giving you that. Because everything that I've just given you, including follow-up, right, which is important, and there's lots of trainings on that, between one post, your stories, engaging with new people and adding new friends, starting new conversations and responding and reciprocating, between those five daily things, you're spending an hour and a half per week or an hour and a half per day, 10 and a half hours per week, 42 hours per month. Let me break that down for you. If you're a new coach and you want to be a senior coach or you are a senior coach, the average pay for that, give or take, let's say it's $500 a month. You're earning $12 an hour for that action. That's good money no matter where you're at. That's real good money when you just started and you ain't even really got the training or skills. You're just figuring it out as you go. That's good money to fail your way forward, isn't it? But let's say that now you're an executive director and you're making about $2,000 a month. You are earning $47 an hour. That's how much you're being paid to get over the fact that somebody said no to you. $47 an hour. Let's say you've grown to a FIBIC business or fully integrated business coach. You're making $83 an hour if you're bringing in $3,500 a month. When's the last place you've gone that paid you $83 an hour? And some of us don't have a college education or a high school diploma. We ain't never done nothing like that in our life. And that's how much we're earning. Let's say that you go buck wild crazy and you start earning $5,000 a month, which ain't hard if you're doing the work. Let's say you're making $5,000 a month in this business. Maybe not today, but what the work you're doing today is not for the business you have today. You got to think a CEO, baby. You're not an employee anymore. You're a CEO. So let's say that in January, man, I want to be making $5,000 a month. You're being paid $119 an hour to do this simple thing that I just gave you to do. That's it, y'all. We overcomplicate the heck out of all this. You are paid well to spend one and a half hours of calculated time. And if you think I'm going to get up and it's just going to show up and, you know, I'll just make it happen. No, no, no. You better schedule it in your calendar. You're not an employee. Ain't nobody making you clock in and clock out. You're a CEO of your business. Now, imagine if you were making, I don't know, six figures a month which is possible, but you'd have to do the work. I dare you to go calculate how much that is working an hour and a half a day. It is insane to me what we get to create. So focus on impact. The income will come and I would get up and work like you're being paid what you desire to be paid to do it. I love y'all. You've got this. Boom. Speechless. Heather, gold as always. Um, Nobody on here ever ever question what what should i be doing it is here watch <laughs> this a hundred times watch all the beginning to get your mind right then watch heather's over and over and over look at her notes it's all right there it's laid out for you and listen there's no other secret 
what Heather just laid out, those are the things, you know, you know what, all those uh, awesome uh, country folk that have been on here today, <laughs> I just realized you don't have to have a Southern accent uh, to be successful at this business, just so you know, I know it sounds like it today, <laughs> but, but all the, you know what they're good at? I'm, I'm going to be honest here. Some of, some of uh, the hunters, now I know I shouldn't, I, I probably shouldn't stereotype. What are you about to say? Well, I'm about to say they're not Heather Wallace level on their social media. All pretty and awesome. And they just do it. I see people like question like, oh, that looks tacky. Oh, I wouldn't post that. I wouldn't. They're IPDs. They're signing up clients, guys. Quit overthinking this thing. It can be pretty if you know how to do it and you're awesome at it. Then yes, make it the best that it can be. But what what all these guys you heard from today did is they didn't wait for that. They just put it out there. They talked to people. Yeah. So it's all right here, guys. I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna hand it to Megan. We're almost done. Don't go anywhere. This is gonna tie it all together right now. All right. We're just gonna close with this. So um. Yeah. Okay. Wow. There was so many takeaways today. I hope you go and watch this. We'll we'll pull some segments out and stuff. Um, but. I, I do have to say, cause I just know I'm working with a few coaches where right now I'm like, I, I can't imagine the amount of time that you're spending on making your stories, what they look like, put that effort into conversations. Okay. Like, I'm just saying, like, if you're going to put a, some amount of time in it's in conversations, you know, if you have the ability to kind of quickly gain, you know, grow the skill of like looking pretty on social media, that's awesome. Heather does that really well. I also know she doesn't trade her time, her conversation time for that. Okay. Um, so let me close with this. I want to be practical because I feel like we've been super heartfelt here. I um, mean, you are going to have to make a decision. Okay. Above all else. I don't know about you. I read, I read this amazing book. Um, it's called the Bible, but I don't know if you ever read it, but what, there are a few key verses where when it says it's the sentence starts with above all else, I tune my ear in because I'm like, oh, must be a little important. There's a lot of words in this book, but there are some things where it starts with above all else. So can I just tell you my above all else for this training is above all else for the next three months. If you want to create massive momentum for your year and to create the life that you want and to achieve your goals above all else, lead yourself, mm. lead yourself. Mm. If you let your health go to pot in the next two months, you're going to have a really hard time showing up to authentically share this business. Okay. Yes. Holidays come and they go. What do you want? You want sweet potatoes with marshmallows or you want like a growing business that you can have the freedom to do what you want, right? Like, seriously, like make the choice. It's not a big deal. Like stay on track. Doesn't mean we don't, I'm not gonna balance. You know what I'm saying? Lead yourself, okay? Some of you, I'm gonna ask today, today, because I do not want the inspiration of today, the momentum of this moment, the high of this wonderful hour and a half that we've shared, it will disappear literally as soon as you walk away back into where your kids are and the chaos of life. Please commit to do this today. What are you personally, based on your goals, committing to as your personal daily action? What are, what is, what are you committing to do? Posting, stories, amount of conversations. Remember, you can do like enough conversations where you can get to your goals in 12 months or you can compress time 
and do the amount of conversations. It's a numbers game, right? Deck of cards, math. We know this where you get to your goal in three months, but it's up to you. I don't know how committed you are in this season to do that business building activity. There's no pressure. You build whatever business you want at whatever pace you want, but communicate what your personal goals are to your coach today. Just send them that. Okay, this is what I'm committing to for the next three months. This is my daily action. Second part of that, go into your calendar, look at the rocks in your schedule and figure out the container. And you know what? My container is different on Mondays than it is on Wednesdays than it is on Fridays because I've got my kids' school stuff. I've got our training stuff. I've got other life stuff. But if I don't personally figure out when that container is going to be and put it in my calendar, other things will take that space. My challenge to you is this. If you have a paper calendar, burn it. Get It's not hard to figure out the little calendar the app that came with your phone and just put that in and set an alert. You know what happens is it dings. It sends off this little alarm like, hey, reminder, build your dreams right now right? Because life is going to happen. Distraction is going to happen. Resistance is going to come. So set yourself up. Dr. A talks about this all the time. You got to have a cue, right? Every night before he goes to bed, he actually doesn't like exercise. He's not a fan, but he believes in health. So he sets his workout shoes, his tennis shoes by his bed so that the first thing he does before he can think about it is he just puts those shoes on and he's, he does the thing, do the work, right? Mow the lawn. You just got to do it. Okay. So that is my, um, challenge for you today. Who, if you're committed to doing those two things, okay. Getting your, your daily goals to your coach and, um, getting it in your calendar, put a 100 in the chat. Okay. And, um, let's, let's finish strong. Let's lead ourselves because this is going to be an amazing year. Promise. I promise you, you do not want to be left behind because we're going with or without you, but we'd rather you come with us. We really would, um, but you got to get out of your own way, give yourself permission and stay committed. What a good day. Um, remember this, you're all, Megan said this, you're inspired right now. Nobody's inspired all the time. We, we follow people on social media and we're like, man, if I was just inspired and fired up like them all the time, I could, nobody, it's, it's not hard to be inspired when you're on social media. Yeah. When the inspiration's not there, it's the habit and the discipline that will remain. And that's what Megan's talking about. What, not even what rank, not even income, what habits are you committed to for the next three months? That's what we're talking about. What specific habits are you going to put into your life and into your calendar that will carry you on the days that you don't feel inspired. Yep. And you know what some of you do? And this is a little freebie. You get stuck in inspiration land because you like how it feels. And you actually feel like you're building your business <laughs> when you're watching a training 16 times, when you're listening <laughs> to 48 podcasts, right? If you're like, ah, oh, and you know what it is, is you're in fantasy world. Yeah. Because you're actually not building a thing. Yeah. The actual work is not inspiring. Hearing, hearing 40 no's before you sign up a client is not fun. Yeah. Starting 200 conversations and having 75% of them not get back to you is not, that's not inspiring. Yeah. That's like, hey, I'm going to go 
stand here and let somebody slap me for an hour. <laughs> okay. We don't like to do it. I didn't want to turn the cold water on in the shower today, but you know what? I knew what it would do for me. Those are the kind of habits. When the inspiration's gone, your habits are going to carry you. Yeah. Put those into place for the next yeah. three months. Okay. What do you, and, I, and let me, however many, it's a little, it's three months and, and eight days or nine days until December 26th. Okay. That's what we're committing to make some commitments to yourself. And then this is important. Honor those commitments. If you make some commitments today and you don't honor them, you will be worse off in three months than you are right now because your reputation with yourself will have gone down. You will not believe yourself. You'll believe in yourself a little bit less when you make commitments next time. Your commitments won't hold the power. So right now you have an opportunity for 90 freaking days, 98 days, 96 days, whatever it is. Anybody, listen, anybody on here can do anything for 90 days. Set some things in stone and come hell or high water, honor those commitments, Quit making excuses. We all are going to have 800 valid, I want to say that again, valid excuses come up over the next 90 days. All of us will. I hate, I'm not even going to say that because this isn't real talk. Okay. (laughs) So we're going to end with that. That's your simple task. Here's a challenge for you too. Do at least as much action as you do watching trainings and listening to podcasts, reading books. Imagine that. Okay. You want to listen to a 30-minute podcast? Go do 30 minutes of work first. Because the same people that say they don't have time to build this business spend four hours a day pumping up their inspiration tank. Hmm. And that's a frustrated, that's why you get frustrated three months from now. Okay. Love you guys. This has been an amazing boot camp. Wow. Was I not correct? Best boot camp ever. I know I've said that a bunch, (laughs) but every time I say it, it is true because it keeps getting better. Today was pure freaking gold. Got some country gold today. So don't go watch it a hundred times. Go do what everybody's talking about. Exactly. Okay. Love you guys. Thank you, everybody who shared. Love you guys. Peace out.